I'm I'm a little rusty. First off, when the microphone tuned in, it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> so let's let's get into this. Yes, you all know that a three day sister show is just raggedy, but it's a lot of fun. The show content and the guests that we have have always been really exciting. That's why I'm extra excited to tell you about today's special guest host. I met this lovely gem of a person at KCON years ago. I can't even remember if it was 2014, 2015. I don't know, but it was definitely at KCON and I was just blown away by the energy that he has and I just adore him. So I know you will adore him too. Without further ado, my sweetie pie, Eddie, who is a writer and international reporter and has this amazing little series on IGTV. You have got to check it out. Let's go ahead and listen to what he has to say about a girl group you might not have known about, better known as What's Up. Let's go. It's time for an album, A Day's Sister Show. We have a special guest. Hello everyone, it's Hello Eddie. So I am really excited to have a chance to be on another amazing podcast episode of An Album A Day, AKA the A3 Day Sister Show. And yeah, it's just an honor to be able to speak about K-pop, a lovely, beautiful, and favorite topic of mine, and to be able to share my opinion with a huge audience such as this one. So thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to me. And if you get the chance, please follow me on Instagram or on YouTube. If you search Hello Eddie, and that's E-D-D-I, you will be able to find my content. So yeah, let's just dive right into the conversation. First, I wanted to talk about a K-pop girl group that debuted in 2013, and this girl group is called What's Up. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I don't know if you remember their debut song, but good freaking lord, I love that song. Titled the same name, it was called What's Up. And uh, God, I loved it. So they're a seven member girl group that debuted under Mafia Records in 2013. And they were mostly, mostly, they were mainly pushing and promoting that they were the twerking girl group sensation of K-pop. And to be honest, they actually were, in my opinion, because there weren't really many other girl groups at the time, particularly twerking and shaking their badonkadonks on stage. Granted, we had some girl groups like After School who were pole dancing. We had some girl groups like Girls Day who had the suspenders down and they were just twirling their butts around. We even had Bestie who debuted around the same time and they had their um, baguette twist dance that involved them like shaking their hips rather erotically. But something about the aggressive and continuous twerking of What's Up members just really caught the world by storm, the K-pop world at least and definitely shocked Korean audiences. For me, I felt that What's Up's debut song was a very cheerleady, preppy kind of song, but the sound was enjoyable. I didn't dislike it, and I think it just had a lot of faint dance hall inspiration that was able to help them create a routine that was just bouncy, that was lively, and that was able to help them utilize every part of their body. So I just really enjoyed that song. I really enjoyed their debut and I thought it was great. But the reason why I wanted to talk about What's Up was because I feel like they were a girl group that were way ahead of their time and unfortunately just died out rather quickly and unnecessarily. 
First of all, when the girl group debuted it and they were twerking, as I said, there's actually another dancer, I can't remember her name, it will probably be in the show notes, but yeah, she's known for bringing the twerking dance phenomenon to Korea and training idols in the craft of twerking, which What's Up also did on their YouTube channel. They posted lots of videos about twerking, and I can honestly admit I learned how to twerk from What's Up, and I gained more interest in twerking because of What's Up. So yeah, fun fact for those who want to know about me. And the girl group, honestly, were pushing the boundaries because Rania was a really sexy girl group at the time that really just wowed us all. But the short shorts, the bit of butt cheek exposure, their constant shaking on stage, their wild live outfits, I think they weren't even allowed to promote on like SBS and Inkigayo and um, they were really limited to certain stage amounts and they even had to change some of their dance routines just to perform and promote. The girl group really manifested their rap style more and more as they grew onward in the K-pop scene. And I feel like they were bringing a really unique sound that I was enjoying. For me, I felt like they had an authentic style. They weren't a group that were searching for their identity from the get-go. They released really unique tracks and sounds from the get-go that really caught my eye. For example, Nom 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 was interesting and I really loved their comeback track, Shikurowo, which is uh, Shut Up You, my absolute favorite. The stage costumes are great. The song's flow and dynamic was just outstanding. Everything about the girl group was just wonderful in my opinion. So why did they fail so easily? They were absolutely slut-shamed in my opinion. They were severely disliked by not only international fans who felt like they were, you know, culture appropriating, but they were also, you know, disliked by the Korean public for being too sexualized, too westernized, and kind of tainting the K-pop scene. And a lot of K-pop international fans even disliked them because they felt like the girl group was spoiling or ruining K-pop or the reason why, like tarnishing K-pop, because the reason why people came to K-pop was to uh, avoid and be dismissive of these sexual explicit dance routines and styles and rap sounds that the U.S. is so known for plugging into the radio. And I feel like because of that, they quickly discarded What's Up and didn't even give them a chance. And What's Up made lots of unique tracks. Even their like songs that didn't even have like music videos really or weren't really promoted well, like Fire. That song was fire. I just loved all their dance routines, and they really made me want to just dance and come alive. And now, the reason why I think that they could have been successful in a different time is because nowadays, not only are girl groups a little more provocative in their styles in general, but they're being more open to trying new routines. And I feel like dancing, like for example, with Hyolin Hyorin from Sistar, I feel like she's a prime example of someone who is exploring hip-hop, dance hall, and these very unique dance routines. And even her dance teacher was uh, a famous black uh, choreographer from the USA. So I honestly feel like they are more open to popular idols doing these sort of dance routines or exploring these sort of dance ventures and music styles. And they let them grow as artists, but these rookie groups that just hit the scene, they're quick to label them as just doing it for attention, or they did this concept immediately to just stand out, or they slut-shamed them. They don't really give them a chance. And, you know, I think when Nada appeared on Unpretty Rap Star, one of the most popular members, 
she was really able to like, you know, make her name clear some of the harsh air surrounding her and her group and able to establish herself as not only an artist and a rapper, but someone who has that really like get down hip hop strong girl vibe. And I really just, I mess with it. I'm not gonna say the F word, but she definitely, she slaps, she slaps. So a key point that I wanted to point out was their signature rapping style. They had Christmas tracks that they released. They had Korean anthem tracks that were like rooting for them during the soccer events in the Olympics. They just had regular tracks that they promoted that had a fun, unique style. I love that they were really playful with their English lyrics and none of their English lyrics have like any mistakes. They were well-crafted, they all made sense and they were like badass lyrics actually. They weren't like clownish. They were really delivering some sick liquid fire lyrics and I was really proud of them for doing that in comparison to other girl groups nowadays who have like a rapper or they think that this you know they add in like a 10 second rap for example I'm gonna get at it like twice they have like rappers in the group who don't really rap or even Momo Land, their little like breakdown moment in Boom Boom was like so freaking fire to the world. But I was just like, it's cute. She's cute. I like, you know, it reminds me of a four year old girl who's like rapping because she saw like a Kanye West video or like a Nicki Minaj video. That's the level I feel when I witness these raps. And I'm gonna say, I love Boom Boom. And it does make me get down and I get all nasty dirty on the dance floor when I hear boom boom and that rap part transition comes on. However, I will remain solid to my facts that What's Up extremely delivered hits and bops with the rap game. Like the rap game was their image. There was no swaying them. They kept to it and they kept producing hit jams. And I feel like if they were able to land a feature with some sort of hit artist like Grey, Loco, or even like Simon D, you know what I mean? Or like anyone in that era, anyone from AOMG, honestly, they would have created a masterpiece. The girl group is just phenomenal. They were really phenomenal. And another point that I wanna bring out is that the girl group were able to really explore various dance routines and show off more dance hall and South African uh, style dance routines. I know in South Africa, like popping is a very popular dance style and they really studied it. They paid homage to it. And I feel like they respectfully portrayed it. They really tried to push their own style and vibe. Even when they debuted it, their merch and their items were branded with the What's Up brand. And they really had cool track suits body piece, like one piece bodysuit outfits. They were just well dressed to the nines. And I feel like they were a beautiful blend of K-pop's fun, flashy style mixed with some strong, badass hip hop girl vibes. And it was just sending me, it was sending me. And I really just wish that their image and the community backlash was just not so harsh. People really swept them under the rug and I feel like they messed out missed out on a really great group. And unfortunately, the issue between Nada and her company, Mafia Records, and the they had some sort of issue regarding like the money and the payments for the advertisements that she was doing, like with Adidas and or Nike, some shoe company. But that unfortunate circumstance really cut the group's time short and really just disassembled all of the members. Then they kind of went through this hiatus and it just became a real mess. And the group just sadly 
sadly just faded away. And their last song that they promoted was Color TV, and I really hated it. I felt like the company was trying to work with whatever remains they had, and they just pushed the members in the wrong direction. They only really had some of the cutie members or the members that couldn't rap as well as Nada and or Tain. And it really just threw off the whole chemical balance of the group. And for me, it was really a shame to see the group just bomb like that on stage. I felt like it was a song that was incomplete. It was rushed. It wasn't developed with the group's image in mind. And I feel like they were trying to not necessarily make a song that could acclimate to the group's new image as four members, I feel like they scrambled. They tried to develop a new sound that could possibly make the new four members shine better and make it big. And it just wasn't effective. It wasn't coming off like that. It just felt like a real miss. And that one miss really made them suffer and didn't give them the chance to just have that second comeback that might have changed the game. It just like they fell into a pit and they could not escape from that. And I feel bad because, you know, some members, um, some members like Nadi and even Uju, they were backup dancers and they were appeared in like Hyuna's music videos. Uh, Nadi and even Nada appeared in B1A4's Goodnight. Like they were working hard to really get a chance to be on stage and they finally got it and I felt like they were doing so well. And I really loved that the group not only were a dance group, they really had Sierra vibes, if you know Sierra, really able to pump out some boss dance routines, even Janet Jackson-like. Like the dance routines will just astound you. But their vocal skills were just so-so, but still enjoyable. And I feel like the group would have just really, really developed, created, and showcased unique dance routines that, similar to Hyorin's uh, Dali that would have just blown us away. And I'm just upset that that chance was just stripped from them, not only due to the company issues, but from the world, society, not being ready for them yet. I feel like nowadays girl groups like uh, Mamamoo with members like Hwasa who are known for being thick and loving their big hips and their twerking and their sexy vibes. I feel like it's just, yeah, society has grown and has become more open and welcome to accepting this style, but I feel like it's very hypocritical and a backhanded slap to what's up because they were a girl, they are and were a girl group that were ahead of their time. They were clearly pushing the boundaries pushing the envelope and showcasing a wonderful display of refreshing new genres in K-pop. And you know, K-pop is known for seeing things, replicating and making it better. And I feel like they were honestly making it better. They are a group that are severely unknown, underrated and really just went by. They, the how you wave just washed them away and it just, it blows my mind. So if you ever get a chance, if you're looking for something new and you wanna hear something refreshing, exciting, with a new hip hop sound, I absolutely recommend that you check out What's Up. And their debut song is good, but personally, if I could steer you in the right direction, I absolutely recommend Shikarowo, which is Shut Up You. That song stands the test of time. It's an absolute favorite. I can listen to it consistently, and I hope even, even in the future I could do a dance cover for it. It would be a wonderful time. That is the reason why I think What's Up is a girl group 
that were ahead of their time. And I feel like they were a girl group that were immediately slut-shamed and just, you know, they were thrown into the gutter instead of giving the chance to develop and grow and be liked, enjoyed, and admired for taking on a challenging and rough concept in the K-pop scene. And like I said, if they definitely tackled it now, they would have been a girl group that people would have loved to watch and keep their eyes glued on. So definitely take a chance to check out What's Up and show some love for them. Even though the group has finished and they don't really have a legacy that's living on, I think if we can just show them some love, who knows what could appear in the future. And I hope that we can see more from the members in the future as well. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to an album a day podcast and to also listen to me. Hello, Eddie. Don't forget to check out my website, Hello Entertainment. And you can also check out my Instagram, Hello Eddie. Remember E-D-D-I. And you can also check out my YouTube with the same name, Hello Eddie. And there, not only do I do lots of mukbangs and I post K-pop interviews and lots of review content, but once in a while, I do a lot of unique videos about Korean culture and exploring Korea because yeah, I live in Korea. So. Definitely take the time to check out my wonderful adventures, and I look forward to hearing from you. If you liked this podcast, you know, give it a big fat like. Don't forget to, you know, check out the future podcasts that will be coming out. Maybe I'll appear on another one as well, and definitely show some love for my content if you enjoy listening to me. I hope to see you guys next time, and I hope you enjoy listening to this song. Shikurawa, shut up you now. Until next time, bye bye. Annyeong! Your favorite foreign Korean music historian exploring all the industry from A to Z. There's sponsored ads and social media hashtags, but this show is truly supported by the efforts of my McGuala's, the most amazing fan base a little entertainer could ever have. Special shout out to my Patreon patrons, the student body, the scholars, and the staff who keep my vision of becoming your favorite foreign Korean music historian exploring all the industry from A to Z a real thing. If you're interested in supporting the growth of this content, please visit patreon.com slash multifacetedacg. And for as little as $1 a month, you can get in on the magic too. Interested in continuing your support at the free 99 price? I'd love you for it. You can still engage with the show and me, your lovely host, when you retweet, repost, and share the show and use hashtag A, the number three, and the word day. Please consider leaving a few stars or a review on Apple Music, iTunes, IMDb, or Podchaser to keep things growing in the right direction.